whole new century is coming, Louie. And Mr. Vargo wants every member of his family to make it a priority to erase this weirdo. This guy is a professional. Going after him could be very dangerous. Better him than you, right, Louie? Every day without fail, one should consider himself as dead. They're gonna whack you, Ghost Dog. If they don't find you, they're gonna whack me instead. Get the message off. If a samurai's head were to be suddenly cut off, he should still be able to perform one more action with certainty. What is that supposed to mean? It's poetry. The poetry of war. I've been expecting you. It all starts with the pad and get you. Again, you were watching the crap session. Once again, on the run, me the black stallion. Ghost dog. Did I hear it? Dig up and bang your head. Pump. Alright, are we ready? Yeah, we're ready. Alright, um, we're recording. Yes, we are. We are recording. Alright, go, Gogs. Welcome to Movie the Podcast. That's right, Movie the Podcast. It is the first week of Wu Lai, a week that I did not come up with, but I am fully embracing because I love the Wu Tang <laughs> Clan. All members: the Jizza, the Rizza, Ghostface Killer, Master Killer, Inspector Deck, Raekwon the Chef, Old Dirty Bastard, and the Method Man. This movie we watched this week was Ghost Dog: Way of the Samurai, featuring I don't know five seconds. Of the RZA, yeah, but he he, uh, he actually he scored he, the movie. Yeah, he scored the movie. He scored the movie, and the movie score slaps. But anyway, that's what we watched. We watched. Alec, your, your mic is uh, you all right? Your mic is picking up your breathing. Really? Pretty heavily. Yeah. yeah. Usually it doesn't. This new one that, I've been using. That sounds great. Uh, before yeah. it sounded like Darth Vader over there. <laughs> well, I do breathe heavily all the time. Well, me too. I, I, I sweat when I sleep. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're, we're not the most graceful of breathers, this crew. Or breeders. No. Yeah, look uh, at those kids. Yeah, they're the worst. <laughs> I, I, God, I saw this, this, I don't know if you're familiar with this at work, but uh, there's a doll called like Coco Lemon and there's a baby or something like that. And it looks like a perfect combination of both of your children. Like it's oh, insane. okay. That's How great. Old Find it. Coco Lemon? I think so. I think it's a Netflix cartoon, too. Is that what it is? Oh, shit. Maybe. I saw the toy. They, they owe me money, then. Yeah, right? For my children's likenesses. My children. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's, it, that's pretty spot on. <laughs> like, when they were babies? like Just little blonde babies. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, we watched. Uh, what, what did we did we say? What we watched this week? We did Ghost not. Dog Way of the Samurai. Yes, Jim Jarmusch's. Jim uh, Jarmusch's. I've never been able to say his name correctly, like ever. I just uh, call him the Moosh. The yeah. Moosh. The Moosh is not bad. I like the Moosh. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Jim Jarmusch's uh, Ghost Dog Way of the Samurai, a movie that Sean and I have seen. But I, Gogs, I've seen, seen it. it. Yeah, I've, I've seen it repeatedly. It. Yeah. And then Alec, this is your first viewing. Correct. Passenger pigeons. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's uh, let's do what we do. What we do when we do, and get into what we watched this week, which might not be too many things because we're doing this a day early. Uh, I watched but... a lot of things. Okay, then Gogs, go ahead. I watched uh, three and a half things. I watched the back nine of Tenet. Oh yeah. So um, now you can talk about the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, so Tenet, uh, a movie that if you think about it. 
if you think about it a little bit, it doesn't make sense. If you kind of let it happen, it makes sense. If you think about it more, it doesn't make sense. And then I figure if you think about it a whole lot, it makes more sense. Uh, I enjoyed it. The sad thing is I kind of see what he's talking about. As much as he just sounds like a madman rambling sometimes, it's like, you know, he does have a point. I'd like to see that infographic, to be honest. Like, I I did really enjoy it. John David Washington's excellent in it. Robert Pattinson just keeps bringing the lumber. Like, that guy, like, I was talking to TJ about this. Like, it's a shame that, like, his, like, initial exposure was, like, Twilight, which I feel like put some stink on him. But I love him in The Lighthouse. I love him in Good Time. I love him in this. Like, and I think he's going to be great in the Batman. He's going to be good. Really I'm confident in being a good Batman. Uh, he's come back from that. How often does that happen? Like, yeah, it's, it's super rare. I mean, like, well, then again, you know what? I take that back. I mean, that's that was Ryan. Go- he he and Ryan Gosling had the Ryan same Gosling, career. I never expected to, yeah, like, exactly. Think about how they are, too. Like, he started out the same way, and then he became kind of like an indie guy. And now, I mean, he still kind of is, but now he's a much more renowned actor. Like, I fucking love him. I think he's great. Yeah. Like they yeah, should be so in a movie together. I would love that. Like, uh, a tenant was a lot of fun. Johnny Washington was saying, "Excellent." Kenneth Branagh fucking destroying it. It's 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 a spectacle movie. It's it is it's wild. I need to watch it again because now that I sort of get what happens, the whole I think I want to like TJ and I were talking about this. I want to watch it again and sort of see if I can see. All of the clues and hints, because I think, yeah. I think that, um, forgive me, who's the guy who made the movie? Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan's a smart filmmaker. I feel like he's not gonna intentionally leave a lot of plot holes in there. So I feel like there's a lot of stuff that's done with intention and forethought. So I want to watch it again and just sort. Of, I, I, I'm interested in watching it again, and it's fucking entertaining. It's a I, really I cool like, movie. Uh, I feel like it's one of those movies where, like you're going to get more out of a second viewing because of all the like mishigosh that the, the movie throws at you at first. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And um, what's his name? He's, he's briefly in it. Um, Quicksilver. I can never think of his fucking name. Oh he's yeah. A- Aaron Taylor Johnson. He doesn't even look like him. He it, doesn't. Like, I didn't yeah. even recognize him. Like I was like, you look familiar and he's really good in what little bits he's in, in it. Very well, cool. Movie. It sucks and everything else. Right. Yeah. Very cool movie though. I will watch it again. So uh, other movie I watched was Cloudy and the Chance of Meatballs 2. I've seen it a billion times. It's a Lord and Miller flick. It's still real funny. It's a lot of fun. Highly recommend it. Uh, two new movies I watched. I'm going to start with the one I liked and then start with the other one. Uh, the one I liked, I watched The New Mutants. Um, pretty good. I liked what they were doing, but I was telling TJ, it felt like half a movie. Like It feels like it doesn't do everything it could have done or should have done. Oh, but I really pause real quick. Yeah. All, everybody here has seen it. I know Alec and yeah. I watched it. Sean, you saw it too, right? Yeah, I saw it. I think we all had that opinion, right? That it, it was like you could tell that like a lot, like there was like more to that movie that they kind of had to like shuffle aside. Like I think we I thought, all kind of felt that way. I thought all the actors in it were really good. I really liked um, uh, Maisie Williams as like Wolfspan. I thought her character was fun. I really loved what's her name from The Witch. As uh, as magic, I thought she was great. I felt the building. I felt the whole movie needed a better antagonist, 
Um, I feel like what they had to go up against was kind of bleh, but like I, the, the tone of the movie, the darkness of the movie, I liked all that. All I would love to see this team do more stuff. Um, but it felt like that movie had unrealized potential, but I liked what they did. Well, I think um, I don't know if we probably talked about it, but you can see the movie they're trying to make when Cannibal has a nightmare sequence. It's like totally out of place to the rest of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they don't, they don't, if they kept going with that, I would have been really, that would have been a much more interesting movie. If there's times where that movie felt like one flew over the cuckoo's nest or kind yeah. of felt like 12 monkeys. And I was like, okay, this is fucking weird and cool. And then they kind of just came back to, came back to center, which I wish they hadn't done. But I, I thought all the actors were good. In it. I thought it was well shot. It was well directed. I just wish the story had done more with what they were going to do. Um, but it's on HBO. You should check it out. And then, I don't know if anyone else watches. I watched The Tomorrow War. Oh, I no. heard that fucking terrible. Which is dumb. <laughs> oh. I was it really is, excited to watch that. It is dumb. It's dumb. It's I, like, I Every time like I saw it, it I, thought, I kept thinking it was The Forever War. Forever and I was War, like, oh, yeah. I love that book. And like I, I watched like so. I'm not gonna get uh, you guys can watch it. I'm not giving you any spoilers. Don't care. But like, uh, it's just like the initial concept is dumb, and then it sort of stays dumb, and then it sort of brings that. Like the first half of the movie is real dumb, and then the second half of the movie kind of <laughs> tries to redeem it. Is it and sci-fi? Is it it's a- so it's sci-fi as fuck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's basically like um. That should be it, the Space Boy tagline, Sean. It's like, sci-fi as fuck. It's sort of it's sort of a quiet place, and it's sort of um whatever. Uh, live, die, repeat. Tomorrow never dies. It's sort of that. That is certainly not called Tomorrow Never Dies. <laughs> what's, what, I'm sorry, what's it called? Excuse me. What's it's it? The edge called? of Tomorrow. Edge of, it, is, it actually is called Live, Die, Repeat Now. It's like it got, they retitled it, which is Edge of Tomorrow. Weird. I don't know. I think I'm the only one who still likes the original title the best. All you need is kill. All you yeah, need is a, all you need is kill is the best title. Yeah. That's but, the best title of anything that's ever had a title ever. I mean, yeah. it's always wrong. Yeah, it's fucking it's awesome. Good. So, is anyone going to watch the Tomorrow War? Should I just mm-hmm. not? Okay. Well, not now. Okay. Well, I mean, so here's the deal. Uh, it's now, now, and then we're oh, watching shit. the fucking. Uh, <laughs> Wait, it's now, now. So now, when? Now. When is then? Uh, then will be now soon. <laughs> so, uh, like, we're hanging out, and like Chris Pratt is basically he's tech. He's taking the typical uh, career path of being a special forces operative turned science teacher. And he's trying to get a new job doing whatever, and then he's at a a good actor. Like I don't know, he is. I'm not going to shit on Chris Pratt. He's kind of he's kind of milk toast in this one, but I don't. I think Chris Pratt in general, I enjoy. Um, he, uh, what happens is 30 years in the future, people come back to recruit people to fight this war in the future, and it's this thing where they can only go like day for day through. Like you can only go like if it's August thirty first. Does August have thirty one days? If it's August thirty first, uh, twenty uh, fifty one, you can only go to August thirty first, twenty twenty one. You can't go forward. You can't go backward. You can go thirty days, fucking flippity back. So they can't actually go back to when stuff kicks off. They can't. 
keep that's, going back and rewrite. That's not a bad premise. There's right? another, there's either I can't think of it. There's a book or a movie that does the same. Like that that time travel conceit has been done before. I can't. I mean that MacGuffin is almost like Sean, a you know primer sort of thing. There's there is a there's like a one where you can only go, I think you could only go back a week. I can't remember. I can't think of it. It doesn't matter. I don't. Come I, to yeah, me. I, I don't recall. It'll come to me at the end of the fucking show. <laughs> so, there's, so there's these monsters that are like killing and eating people, and, and humanity, humanity is almost—they're like—they're like. They're like they're, I don't know why that's funny. But they're like—they're like killing them, but they're like cooking them up like fine dining. They're like <laughs> they're just chomping down, and they're eating and killing, and the they're, they're huh? Is it the Ursa from After Earth? They are. Oh, shit. I, they're like I don't know how to describe them. They're monsters. They're generic monsters <laughs> with extra whippy bits. And oh, they got whippy, whippy bits on the sides of them, and they're fucking everybody up. And <laughs> it's like Earth is down to like their last million folk, or whatever. And they're like they start recruiting everyone who's going to be dead in the future, so we don't have a paradox. Everyone's going to be dead in the future anyway. So like, no, yeah, back. but like, like if you're going to be dead in the new timeline, like they want to make sure you're not going to be there. So like. They bring you back, and then you fight for a week. Oh, and then so you it's kind of like it's like free jack in a weird way, sort of. Yeah, you have to be so dead far, for them to grab so you. So far, everything you're saying sounds pretty cool. <laughs> sounds pretty good. I mean, go ahead and watch it, <laughs> and then and then a bunch of shit goes down, and then they finally the whole time I'm going, well, why don't we just stop all this from happening? And then they figure out, oh yeah, we should stop all this from happening. But then they kind of get. Just had a, I just had a thought. Like, do you Go guys ahead. do you guys remember like the when you were in English class back in high school and they had like the trajectory of storytelling, and like there's like the rising action and the falling action. There should be yeah. like a gogs. There should be like a gogs chart where it's like, it's like shit starts, shit, some crazy shit happens, then other shit goes down, and then it's the end. Then, yeah, the I need yeah. to I need to workshop that one a little bit, but. So, so they just so they, they they go to the future. They figure out a thing. They un they they're all <laughs> fucked, and then they're gonna come back to unfuck it in the past. This and movie like, sounds awesome. And then, I really like, want to watch this movie. And like a super jacked uh, J. Jonah Jameson is there, and they blow up a chunk of icy Russia, and then it's sort of it's sort of a Prometheus esque. These things were from the past, but like to bomb people with with biological weapon. It, but like I wanted, I want to like this movie. But I, at, the, at the end of the day, I was just like, ah, "This is dumb. It's dumb." It sounds and like great. the tone is all over the board. And you see a lot of the monsters, which I feel like is bad. Like you should see less of the monsters. Like I don't know. Like Cloverfield was better, or Cloverfield the the second one ten Cloverfield Lane, whatever was better. Like uh, uh um, fucking uh. All we need is kill was better, and uh, and uh, what was the other one I said? A quiet place were all better, but they're all basically the same idea. Um, this was like all this was movies are very different ideas, though. yeah. But I mean, like, they're all about some shit. That is true, <laughs> that is true. They're all about some they shit. Are. <laughs> so, I'm gonna that's a new plateau for uh, our, our five knuckle self shuffle score. It's a zero because this wasn't about shit. So like, not, nothing, no, no shit happened. When I watched this, you know what this felt like, TJ? This felt I, like I don't know. You've named about 150 movies that you feel it's yeah, like. It's turning into no, a real quiet Pepsi versus Johnny <laughs> Mathis kind of thing. Uh, 
this house felt this felt most akin uh-huh. to um this felt most akin to Battlefield Los Angeles. Oh or, god. Oh god, that fucking movie. That movie was worse than this. But this wasn't far off from Yikes. being like it's just not good. And yeah. what happened to Aaron Eckhart? That guy was go, everything for a I while. mean Aaron Eckhart didn't write Battle of Los Angeles. No, I just, just mean he hasn't there. been in a movie in like thirty years. Like that was great. Ever see the sexy sister film the Battle of Los Angeles, or I think it's just called Battle LA. Like <laughs> I, I think I, think I the, thought they were no, the same movie. It was, it was a wasn't it a sequel that you guys loved? No, 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 you're thinking of the Frank Gruber movie. It's like yeah. it's like Starshot. What was it called? Skyline. It Skyline, which we did enjoy. Oh, I'm thinking um, of Skyline. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Or, yeah. B- b- but not spe- but specifically the sequel to Skyline. Yeah. It was like Skyline Bananas or Skyline Extra. A third one came out last year. I never heard anything about it. Yeah, but this was not. I mean, check it out. But I was not. And it's long. It's like it's it's again. It's two hours and fifteen minutes. Yeah, and I was good. like, it just keeps happening. Um, and I like Chris Pratt. I like all the folks involved. It's got what's her name from uh, uh, boobs boobs <laughs> make America from uh from the Wrestle Show. What's her name? Liberty Bell. Betty Gilpin. Uh, she's in it. Oh. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. She's got a tremendous set. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It's. It's. Ah, I just. I don't know. I didn't. Didn't do it for me. Put that and I, want, box. I. I wanted it to do it for me too. I was like, okay. I like. I. I was. I was for it. I was rooting for it, and it just didn't. You guys might love it because who knows? But I, I was. I just want to hear you, like you do a commentary track on it. Yeah, just a whole. Just the tone is all over. See, the this book. is this is the part that made me think of uh, my left foot. This <laughs> is the part. That- this is the part with my dinner with Andre. Like it's just the whole. I think the issue is Chris Pratt doesn't. He play. He kind of always plays for laughs, and it's not like it, you know how like um, Jim from The Office is able to kind of bring some dramatic weight to a quiet place. Yeah, I don't think that Chris Pratt. Not that he's not capable of doing it, but I feel like he wasn't directed correctly to do it in this one. Um, this movie where uh, Chris Pratt wakes like Jennifer Lawrence up out of hypersleep so he can rape her. Oh or my god, that's uh, Travelers. Is that what Travelers? That, I never that, saw it. Movie, I know it didn't do well. That movie sucks. Yeah, yeah. Also, that movie is like it's it's insanely problematic. Like the the plot of that movie is fucking wackadoo. Yeah, the movie we the movie we liked was Beyond Skyline, starring That's, one yeah. Franklin Grillo. Yeah. Um, uh, anything else, guys? No, that was that was it. Uh, Sean, Nuba playoffs, Alec. Nuba. In fact, I'm watching Nuba. the game on mute, so if I freak out or something breaks, you'll know why. Fair. Um, I watched two, two things. Two things. Two things. Um, <clears throat> the first one I watched was Rookie of the Year. Oh, oh, hell yeah. Shit, funky hell yeah. Butt loving. With Henry, yeah, funky butt loving. <laughs> but Henry Rowan Gardner, the kid who went on to be an American pie. That's right. Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. right. He, uh, he would get laid. He injures himself. I guess he dislocates his shoulder or something and it oh. heals. I thought it was the first ever Tommy John's. Yeah, isn't that kind of what it is? Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, I don't know. He slipped on a baseball and did something to his arm. But his ligaments healed tighter than they should have. Even though he has the worst delivery in the history of baseball, he can whip it from the center field stands to home plate on a frozen rope, which is crazy. Um, the movie's fine. It's not bad. It's entertaining. Uh, Daniel Stern's in it. He's funny. Yeah. As like the... Uh, I think they say in the movie he got, he got hit in the head by a foul ball. So he's like <laughs> mentally challenged. But he's also like the team manager for the Chicago Cubs. It's a much better movie than Little Big League, I think. That's going to be the next one I watch because I'm just going through all. I watched Angels in the Outfield a few weeks ago, then The Sandlot last week. Now this, yeah. Dead Little Big League. But Little Big League, the kid doesn't actually play baseball. No, he, he just like inherits the team or something. Yeah. Um, but Rookie of the Year is fun. Gary Busey's a blast at it. Uh, Chet Stedman throwing the hot, stinky cheddar. Chet Stedman, <laughs> what a name. Yeah. Uh, Dan Hade is in it. Again, as like a scumbag. Man, He's really like, fun. We're firing on the all-day uh, Dan Hadea uh, front here. Yeah, man. I'm just going to find a Dan Hadea month. Is John Candy in that movie? Yeah, John Candy's the announcer. Um, who's try? He's trying his best to be like uh, Bob Euchre. Oh, in in, uh, in major in league, major league, but it's a kids' movie, so he can only do so much with it. <laughs> he can't. He like all the shit in major league. Bob Euchre does like yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Nobody's listening to it anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a it's a perfectly entertaining kids baseball movie. <laughs> perfectly cromulent um, movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other movie I watched was Cyrus. Oh, with oh, uh, Joan Hill. I remember liking that movie. I liked it too. It's very interesting, though. It's not really a comedy, and it's not really a drama. It's, it's like a John, John C. Riley, John C. Riley, and Jonah Hill, right? Yeah, Catherine Keener, Marissa Tomei. Um, it leans into the comedy more than the drama, but it's definitely not like your typical like slapstick comedy. It's kind of a dark comedy, but also just kind of weird. But I did enjoy it. It's, it was directed by the, the Duplass brothers, who I enjoy most of their stuff. Yeah, they're kind of hit or miss with me, but uh, I do like some of their work. I, yeah, I, I guess they're hit or miss with me, too, but I'd say more hits than... I really hated that horror misses. movie that they made. Like, what, Creep? I've never seen oh my that. god, they I hate like that. Yeah, Creep wasn't like very good. Or, there's like three or four of them. Yeah, Creep. They made sequels. Really bad. I don't understand why people like that movie so much. It really bothers me how bad it is. Um, but I really, I, I like Cyrus. Jonah Hill's really good at it. Uh, John C. Riley giving a fairly understated performance for John C. Riley. Um, I was talking with Stacy about it. Like he might have the best just got woken up face in like the history of movies. Cause he always looks like half sleepy anyway. <laughs> so whenever he's like woken up in the middle of something, he's just like, looks shocked, but also like in a daze. Like I think he does it a few times in step brothers too. That's funny. Um, yeah, but it's, uh, it's entertaining. I, uh, I enjoyed it. Really, that's that's all. Those are the only two movies I watched. Um, two movies, but I'm up to date on Loki. And you guys, if you have, if you're not up to date, uh, you need to don't I need get up to, to get, date on Loki. I need to get up to date. Yeah, I'm not up to Shit date. Is, it is awesome. I've heard nothing but good things. Yeah, I, heard I love they, it. They introduced like kid Loki, 
which is cool. And they, they introduced, introduced Kid Loki, and they introduced Loki, classic Loki, with like the bright yellow yeah, and I bright saw, green. I saw, I saw like I, 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 it's one of those things where you know if you, I feel like because of the internet and the popularity of Marvel shit, like you don't even have to watch the show. Like you know all the shit, the cool shit that they un- they they throw at you. You know what I mean? And I guess the popular fan theory in this show is that Kang is going to show up. And, but like, yeah, that's everyone that's said Mephisto is going to show up in WandaVision and that never happened. So who knows? Yeah. Like, I mean, Kang Marvel would make sense. sense. He is a time it guy. It makes sense, but are they going to do that in one of their shows? Like the shows yeah. get good ratings, but they're going to hold that for a movie. Yeah, I feel like I Kang, think. Kang is a pretty important villain. But then, again, with Marvel, in one of these shows, they're going to like do something like that, and then everybody's going to watch all the shows again. Well, I keep uh, the, the the popular rumor, because you know they got their X-Men movie. The Marvel X-Men movie is in production. It's called The Mutants. But they're saying, like, I, I the, the the rumor is is that the higher evolutionary is going to get in, introduced, which is a crazy oh, wow. weird... That's a fucking wild ass character to try to stuff into a movie. I don't Good like Lord. he's a character I hardly understand, and I've read comics all my life. But anyway, right. uh, who's left? Me, I think. Right? You. Uh, I just watched one thing because uh, tonight's my general movie night. But I watched Fear Street, nineteen ninety four, part one. I think I might have gotten that year wrong. No, it's ninety four. From. Fear Street, like those books from when we were in like middle school. It's exactly what it is. Um, oh, wow, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> goosebumps. What's I mean, it about? Like, but- it's just like I, I don't know. Did you ever read any of those books when you were in like middle school? I read like a handful of them because they were like, I feel like they they were like popcorn. They were like always around, and they were this big, and you could read them in like fifteen minutes. I read a lot of scary yeah. stories to tell in the and dark. I, I liked. I mean, I you know. I, I remember th- my sister had like a bunch of those and goose because R.L. Stein. Well, funny enough, so I didn't know this until years later, like in my twenties. But like Goosebumps and Fear Street, like those books, there was like a hundred of them, and they all said R.L. Stein. He didn't write like most of those books. It was like a like he basically had like a like a factory of ghostwriters that wrote yeah, those almost, books. I almost got a gig doing something similar. That's crazy. I didn't even like. I didn't know that was a thing. I mean, it does make sense. I mean, they're so prolific. Like, how could you write that much? Yeah, all that at the Babysitters Club, and then yeah, the same idea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's I did. I didn't know until very, very recently that that was a thing. But anyway, uh, the Fear Street movie is fine. I uh, like. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. I will say that like the movie, um, in the first like the first five minutes, like it's got a very good cold open. And I was like, okay, this is pretty good. It's very like throwbacky. It's very uh, scream. Like it's kind of unapologetically like a scream rip off the cold open. But uh, I was mad because um, Maya Hawk is the the first actress that you see, and Ooh. she's great. She's uh, uh, Ethan Hawk and uh, Uma Thurman's kid, and she's fantastic. And she dies in the first scene. I'm like, God damn it! You're gonna kill off the best actor you got. Um, and sure enough, the, the other actors, they're fine, but you know, they don't really, they kind of feel like, I mean, in a way I kind of appreciate that they're just kind of okay actors. Cause that is sort of true to form to like a, an old slasher movie. You know what I mean? Like you really didn't have a lot of standout, you know, actors in those things and they're kind of forgettable, but I will say like, um, 
I, I, I got off topic. Sorry. I've been drinking all day. Uh, the one thing that I, I was very irritated by, in the first 20 minutes of this movie, they just hammer the fucking 90s songs. It's just like scene to scene. It's just like, how many songs can we fit in this movie? Like, it doesn't matter if they them- thematically fit, if they fit like in the in the editing process. It's like, let's put in Machine Head. Let's put in Portishead. Let's put in fucking uh, Creep. And let- yeah, they put uh, Sour Times in there. That did. I was mad because the first song they play, the first song they play in the movie is I'm Only Happy When It When It Rains by Garbage. And that song came out in 1995. So way to go, guys. But the rest of the movie, the rest of the songs were were time accurate. Um, But overall, I I didn't hate the movie. I didn't love it. There's definitely a lot of problems with it. They jam all these songs in the first 20 minutes, and then they are out of the rest of the movie. So I think they ran out of money. (laughs) They, They, like, for some reason, they're like, put all these songs in and i was like uh-oh this whole movie is just gonna be like a soundtrack and then they just stop so i don't i don't know it was a very odd choice um but overall it, it's a fun like kind of young adult horror story like the story itself is kind of boilerplate but it's shot pretty well the actors are good enough i thought that uh the movie had a couple of surprises they added they added a lot more stakes than I expected. Um, like a couple of characters die that I did not see coming. I expected, I expected all of them to get out. Like, as I thought that was kind of the tone they were going for. I don't know. I, overall, I, I was, I thought it was pretty enjoyable. And this is uh, Fear Street. Like I said, it, it's called Fear Street, nineteen ninety four part one. So I was like, are they gonna do like? Uh, not, like, I don't know if this story needs to be two parts, but what they're doing is, so the next one is uh, Fear Street 1974 or something, and that's part two, and then they're doing one that takes place in, like, the witch-burning times, like 1699 or something. So I don't know. I was interested enough where I thought it was a it was a entertaining enough movie where I'll, I'll watch the next part. I thought it was pretty good. I, uh... I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I, I put it about like a, a six or seven, maybe. But it was entertaining. It was. It was not. Uh, it was not terrible. I and I kind of like it, like a little bit into the movie. I was like, this is gonna be really bad. But no, nah, it was good. I mean, it's like I said, it's kind of corny. But again, the source material that they're 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 homaging is corny. So it, it worked. This, I, is, uh, a, this is a Netflix movie. Is that yeah, it's a Netflix original. Um, and like I said, they're. There's two other parts that are coming soon. I think the second part is coming in like a week or two, and then uh, the third one is coming right after that. My my biggest complaint with the movie is you could it's two hours long. You could have cut it down. I think a, a movie like this should have been 90 minutes. But overall, I enjoyed it. Uh, decent enough uh, special effects. Like I said, well shot. Enjoyable film. If you want um if you want like a like a fun kind of popcorn horror movie. I, I would recommend it. I, I I really don't understand the decision not to put this out in October. This seems like a no-brainer for like a Halloween month kind of thing. But definitely worth watching. Maybe the third one will hit by then. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I I enjoyed it. I uh, it was a it was a fun throwbacky thing, and I'm I'm a fucking old man, so like. When you have uh, like a, a a bunch of scenes that take place in a mall, it makes me nostalgic, and I'm like, I remember 1994. Like, I'm at that point in my life where it's like the movie might not have been very good, but like, I like the 90s. <laughs> like, I, I wish it was the 90s. 
Yeah, I fuck uh, with the nineties. I don't know. Like I said, I would I would recommend it. Not the best thing I've seen, but uh, it was a pleasant surprise. Like a lot of the a lot of the choices they made, I thought were pretty interesting. So I'd recommend it. Uh, but that's it. That's all I watched. So let's get into our feature presentation. Gogs, what happened in this movie? Oh, what didn't happen in Ghost Dog: Way of the Samurai? Um, movie opens with the I'm gonna fuck it up. The Hagiguri, the Hagig, whatever the. There's a lot of references to this samurai book. Yeah, um, funny enough, that book is like total bullshit. Um, that book, it, it was written like in like the 60s or something, maybe the 50s. But like all of that stuff about samurais is like complete horseshit. Like yeah. samurai, samurais were basically like if there if there's like a comparison to like modern times, they were basically like professional athletes. They were kind of like local celebrities kind of guns for hire in a lot of cases like all that stuff about like all the stuff you see in samurai movies is more or less horse shit well apparently they yeah they the, were uh, aristocracy they were like european exactly. knights but somehow like even more uh fucking dickheadish yeah exactly yeah and apparently they didn't have a physical fitness requirement because oh. uh your yeah. boy yeah, your boy oh Forrest God. Whitaker. Damn, well, when you think about when you think about come out of the gate with you, call my man fat. God damn, man. Well, also he doesn't need to be like a fucking fit samurai dude. He shoots people. That's true. He doesn't though. He does do a lot of like choppy, choppy, slappy, slappy, like on his rooftop with his passenger pigeons. Yeah. Um. So shit, I don't even remember how this movie opens. I guess it just happens, <laughs> and then the. <laughs> It opens with him. He he steals a, he steals a car. Well, he's got he's got he's got a universal remote. He's got a you know, whatever the the sonic screwdriver, and he can do whatever he wants to all of these electric ignition oh, cars. Time out, real yes. quick. Pause. Uh, this you want to talk about nostalgia? The fucking like I was like, why don't CD players look like this anymore? That's exactly what I was texting about. Oh, that that big ass. That big that ass looks, Kenwood hen unit. God, it looks so cool. It was and like it when I used fucking, to jack off to Crutchfield catalogs. Like, oh my god, I can't dude, wait to it finally had the get fucking, like, that. like yeah. the equalizer lines that like went up. Like that thing looks sick. I was like, what yeah. is it? Like, I, 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 remember, I remember being so excited to have a car with a removable CD f- case and taking it off like twice and then never bothering with it. Yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. that was like like that's like a technology that I'm shocked is so dated. I guess I'm not shocked, but like. That is something that just like oh, you know, it, so it was like cool. the epitome of tech, and oh, it's yeah. just completely wow. of its time. I remember. Like it's, there's not even like like the like we bought a wait wait Liz's car died. We had to buy a new car. It doesn't even come with a CD player anymore. Like it's Why not even it? a thing. Well, it, you buy a computer nowadays, and it Basically. doesn't have a disk drive. Like the fucking new computer I got, that doesn't have a fucking disk drive. Yeah, like, you're right. Mine doesn't either. Right. Nothing, so are nothing. you are you are you guys telling me that the next car that I buy, I can't get a CD player? If it's I gonna be an car. extra option. It's going yeah, to be you something to you're going to it. pay extra for. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, my but car it, doesn't have a CD player. Uh, mine oh. does, but mine's a fucking 2010, so it's old as shit. Yeah, but uh, I it's it's uh it's crazy. Like I don't know. I remember when I was a kid, my stepdad, who was like, he always had to have the fucking newest tech. He had a fucking he had one of those giant ass like CD carousels in the trunk. 
you know, like, oh, yeah, he load him up in the trunk. Yeah. It was like a hundred CDs in his trunk. But the thing was like the size of a, like a fucking like giant I, note. How many, it's like a VCR. Album. How many albums did Jackal make that he needed to have that many uh, discs to change? No, nah, he wasn't a Jackal. That was my mom. Uh, he was more of like a, like a Brooks and Dunn. Uh, what was that? Fat, blonde haired country guy. Joe uh, Duffy, Joe Diffie. No, I can't think of it. Move on. I no, there was like, who was the guy that was like, where were you? Like Alan Jackson. Alan Jackson. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Alan Jackson. Uh, I'm not gonna Chattahoochee slaps. Chattahoochee bangs. <laughs> that was. I, more, I'm, I'm on Team Chattahoochee. That was more the Bimmer style. Ain't I mean, going down to the sun comes up. That's on the slap. He likes. He likes. I mean, them. that's Garth Brooks. That's not Alan Jackson. But they're basically the same person. Um, okay. Anyway, continue, Gogs. So he steals the car. So he steals the car with his with his universal remote. Uh, he goes and he uses his universal phone tapping device to hear this guy talking about he doesn't give a shit and this, that, and the other. He slides in there. He blasts the dude. He doesn't shoot uh, a, a person who is not... Um, uh, who did I think it was? Who's the chick from uh, uh, Sweet 16 and... Um, Oh, help me out. Somebody. Anybody? Nothing? I don't What are you talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. Molly Ring. Are you Molly Ring? Yeah. 16 Cam. Mara Ring. It's not Molly It's not Mara Ring. And Molly Ring would have been 48 years old. I don't understand how time works. We have Forrest Whitaker as just a chubby weeb assassin. So, what do we want from me? It could be Mara Ringwald. It could be. I don't know. But she's reading Rashomon, and she hands that to him. She's so th- got that. She's got that like TJ Kryptonite haircut too. Oh yeah, yeah. no, she checked. I could see that on me. I was like, that's a lot of boxes again. Yeah. So then he dips out, and then you get like every Italian stereotype ever hanging out in the back of a Chinese I, restaurant. I love these guys. But these, but yeah. here's the thing: they're hanging out in a Chinese restaurant, and they're like. They're like the worst mobsters because they're getting shaken down for the rent. Like they don't. Oh, that's, fuck. that's not until much later. But yeah, no, it's, it's, it happens in this scene. It's, it's like, like well, I mean, uh, yeah, he hands right. the guy some so, money. Hands the guy Chinese guy some money. Goes, I'll get you the rest tomorrow. Like the these guys guy, are not I mean, balling. The whole point is that the guys are inept. That it's like the end of the old ways. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's yeah. yeah. They're a fucking also, cartoon. Also, the guy. There's lots plays, of cartoons in this movie too. Yeah, the guy that plays the guy that plays the head the head guy of Vargas Varus Vargo Vargo. That dude, that dude's face is just fucking amazing looking. Like yeah. he, lo- he looks like a fucking stat. That guy has been. In he like, looks like I, a Dick Tracy villain. Yeah, I looked <laughs> him up. He's he's got like he's still alive by the way. That guy's like 102 years old. Oh um, but he's been in like he's one of these like classic actors like that guy's been in like 115 movies he's like a uh uh i always get i always get the son and the father mixed up he's like who is uh the the older um uh what's his name the guy that was in fucking uh henry uh, fonda oh uh michael douglas kurt douglas is the father he's like a kurt douglas kurt douglas is dead but he's like a kurt douglas contemporary he was in a lot of movies with kurt douglas and kurt douglas died and he was like 107 Hmm. (laughs) like but yeah, that guy, that guy's face is like unbelievable. Like his, it just looks like, it doesn't look real. It looks like makeup. He looks like, oh, it looks like an old leather bag come to life. Like yeah. He's, he's just, and then the one guy that just is like an old racist. That he yeah. Well, and they're just sitting there in silence in the back of a Chinese restaurant. 
app just for no reason, and then people come to pay them tribute and like, like uh, anyway. So uh, they so this guy Vargo, his daughter is not um, and she's banging handsome Frank. So handsome Frank catches two in the chest and one in the head. Handsome Frank looked really familiar. I could not place him, but I he's he's definitely he's been, been in a lot. I looked him up. He's been in a lot of things. He's been in like a lot of mob movies. I feel like he's been a mobster in other things. Yeah. So his name was like I don't know Tito Carbone or something. So now they're uh, they're like okay, well she saw whatever. <laughs> it's fucked up. So now we need to hey Louis. Louis is the guy who knows. Ghost Dog, and he knows Ghost Dog because he saved him from being beat up because he was just a weeb dork um, back in the day, and now he's somehow his samurai retainer assassin for reasons. They're like, you gotta start, you gotta clean up this mess, so you need to take out Ghost Dog. So, he's like, okie dokie. So him and a guy who's not Wayne Newton and every other (laughs) fat, like, Italian like stereotype, like go around in the city just killing anyone with an affinity for birds on Dude, rooftops. They they but they they're such fuck ups. They're just like they just shoot. They're like oh I guess it's it. Oh shit. Oh like there's a lot of like whoops. Like yeah, there's a lot of a lot of n words getting tossed around. A lot of Native Americans and black people being basically lumped into the same pile. And maybe we should shoot them anyway. Meanwhile, ghost dogs out there living his best life without any friends and all of his pigeons. And he sort of has a professional moment where he befriends a child. Uh, but he also hangs out with a Frenchman who sells ice cream, but well, not a Frenchman, a Haitian fella yeah, who speaks, sells ice speaks cream French and ghost dog doesn't speak French, which is, uh, I love that beat. Like he's like, I don't yeah. know what he's saying. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, no idea. I don't but he's my French. best friend. They play chess and they eat ice cream together. Yeah. And there's a lot of reincorporation in this movie because there's a part where, the French guy just starts reading a book about bears and he's, and the, the little kid's like, what's he talking about? He's like, I don't know. Something about bears. <laughs> and then like later on, there's a, there's a weird scene where like, there's like illegal hunting of a bear. Like it's, well, like, there's this weird bear like metaphor where it's like, you shoot them just because there's not that many of them. Yeah, and, like, well, it's, it's again, it's part of that apocalypse metaphor. And it's also like, uh, I had to look this up because like there's got to be something to this. Like it doesn't say it about the movie, but I guess in Native American tradition, bears are like thought to like right wrongs and punish the wicked. Oh, is that oh. right? I had no yeah. idea. Well, and like Ghost Dog seems like he's on the on the spectrum, but he's like pretty well adjusted <laughs> for someone on the spectrum. And so, then um, pause. Is Ghost Dog is Ghost Dog supposed to be the bear? Yeah, in the this bear. scenario. Yeah, the right of sense. wrongs. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the movie continues as movies often do. And uh, I don't know, a bunch of mobsters shoot a bunch of people. And then Ghost Dog decides that he's going to take it to the mobsters. And he shoots his buddy in the arm a couple times. And then he kind of goes ham on everybody. He's like, you skipped over one important part. So, which was his, his, he looks at the guy that saved him as his his uh, master. So, in his sa- like he has to honor the samurai code by he doesn't like he, like killing his master is not part of his plan. And like he'll basically do whatever he needs to to like honor his master. So like he 
he shoots him in the shoulder like as like a workaround, more or less. Like it's again, right. it's all about the bushudo code or whatever. Yeah. So uh, all of his birds get murdered except for the one he built his own boombox out of a Kenwood head unit and a couple of eight-inch speakers, uh, which is kind of fun. He's an electrical genius, apparently. Um, you find out that he was just some dork that this guy saved, and he came back and yada yada. They only hang out once a year. They communicate via pigeon. There's he just he goes full Frank Castle. The scene, assault. Where, the scene where the two goombas are trying to catch <laughs> the fucking bird is yeah. hilarious. Yeah, he goes full Frank Castle assaults on the Italian uh, stronghold and just kills everybody, which is kind of fun. Um. Yeah, he the, kill, he kills the boss, and you think it's going to be some kind of like the movie still got forty minutes. Well, he kills the boss. The boss is like, I was expecting you, and he like stands up and shoots him, and then he just dies. Like, There's oh. a weird scene where the boss earlier just like makes some sort of like guttural like like noise. Like this movie's really weird. Um, so he kills everybody except the girl. Everyone's always watching cartoons. And I was like, oh, we monsters. killed everybody. The monsters yeah, I was <laughs> watching cartoons. I was very surprised to see an itchy and scratchy yeah, yeah. That's right. so ghost dog. Figure, so I was trying to figure that out. Like, they're watching a bunch of old cartoons, and then the daughter ends up watching it. Is that like a changing of the guard or a new school? Yeah. Like, is there yeah, something? Yes. Symbolic there? Because she shuts it off, like, after, like, the ultimate violence thing. It's like, that's enough. We're done. Like, it ties into the end of the Hagakure and also, like, kind of the end of Revelations. Like, it, like we'll, we'll talk about it later, maybe. Or I'm dying. To, no, I need to hear all, all of your thoughts on the apocalypse on this. So, anyway, uh, the movie I thought was over. Turns out it's not. Keeps going. Uh, uh, You've seen this movie before. I have, but I forgot <laughs> that it just kept happening. Uh, he goes to... Like middle management mobster's house, and he he shoots he shoots Wayne Newton, and then he goes into the he goes in the garage, and then he removes a four inch sanitary line, which is connected directly to the drain of a uh, a bathroom sink. Yeah, and, and also like that, I guess he could have like shut the water off, but like he, you don't see him do that. And the first thing the mobster does, he like turns the. No, turns, he does. He does shut the water. Does off. he shut the water? He turns off, off so, both valves right there. Uh, okay, and then, but like and then the, he moves the drain pipe. You wouldn't be directly underneath. There's a P trap that yeah, he completely like. There's <laughs> yeah. no way it wouldn't <laughs> be possible. It's a fun idea, but like, yeah, I was like that. You wouldn't be directly underneath that sink like that, and that pipe wouldn't be I, that big. But anyway, I enjoyed the idea though. It's a fun idea. They blast well, this dude in the face. It's of funny the because it's another piece of reincorporation. Because when the he's like checking the window, there's that scene in the cartoon where he's shooting the bullets through the shower. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't even put that together. You're absolutely right. Yep. So I didn't even think about that. So then he's, he's killed all the mobsters. He goes back to his ice cream buddy and the little girl, and he talks to them. And then he has a he has a showdown with his boss, and his boss kills him. Um, because he won't kill his boss, and now his boss works for the daughter who was fucking the guy in the beginning. And then there's more about the samurai code, and that's the movie. And I honestly don't think I missed much in the whole some like the summary of this. It's, it's a hard I mean, movie to describe. You, you like, skipped over like the ten scenes of him driving for like ten minutes at a time. Fair. Well, so there's a scene where the. And uh, this is the only part of the apocalypse uh, uh, analogy the that I picked. The boat, yeah. They go yeah. to, and he's like, he's like, uh, oh, what, like, 
there's this guy building a boat on like the top of one of the buildings, and he's like, "Well, how are you going to get that down?" And the, the scene flood's kinda, coming. Yeah, the yeah, scene that's kind of cuts. Yeah, that's it's a, like. It's like it's so on the nose a lot of times. I'm surprised I never noticed it. And I think it's just because, like, I always like the movie just as kind of like a cool artifact. Yeah. But, like, it's not subtle. Like, all the apocalyptic uh, things in the cartoons, there's also, they're constantly talking about this is the end. The end is important. The old ways are done. Like, we're the last of the tribe. There's a very obvious, like, uh, there's a fairly famous reggae song called Armageddon Time that plays, like, almost all the way through. Yeah, that's like true. I, I think it's like a pretty like and knowing Jarmus kind of the way he operates, like I think it's a pretty uh, um, like on the nose metaphor. Maybe not for like the like biblical apocalypse, but right. definitely like the end of like the old white man. Like if you notice, like every person of color in this movie is like very like uh, like sweet and well disposed. Yeah. Even Ghost Dog, they're like kind to animals. You know what I mean? And then yeah. like it's just like doddering old white men coming and destroying. Well, everything. even. And even like there's there's like a scene. I think that's why that scene with the Cayuga guy is in it specifically. Well, also I was thinking there's a scene early on where you see Ghost Dog and he's sitting in the park and he's eating his ice cream cone. Yeah, and he sees a bunch of like those tough looking black guys and they're just rapping like they're not doing anything destructive or hurt. They look mean and scary, but like they're just you know. There's also that, that bonkers scene where he sees the guy like. Sneaking up on the oh, guy, karate kicking away. <laughs> just like, yeah, that's out of nowhere. It's <laughs> awesome. And then to tie it all into Wu Lai, at some point he has like a just sort of a nod to the Riza, who is well, also maybe a street samurai. That's that's what it's credited as. I wouldn't have picked that up just from the movie. Yeah, street, but, uh, sa- street samurai being a, uh, a class you could pick yeah, in Shadow, Shadow Run. Run. <laughs> uh, it's like the, the arc thing. Like it never occurred. Like occurred to me because it's just like a weird movie where people are doing weird shit all the time, and it's like there's also a loose, I guess, Tower of Babel reference where they're all speaking different languages. Oh um, yeah, yeah, that's a good point too. Yeah, I but, didn't uh, pick up. Anything. It's very specific. Like the he's building an ark. Like that's not just a boat. Like and yeah. it's like on top of a building. It's like, well, how's he going to get it down? And it's like he doesn't need to get it down. Yeah, yeah because the end is coming. It's like I got to keep working, and then it just stops. Yeah, that's really interesting. The boat part, like is, you said that, and I thought about it, and that was the first thing I was like, oh yeah, that that does that does track. I was like, got it. I do have a question. The when I watched it, the French guy, I didn't have the subtitles on the Haitian, the, guy. French, the Haitian guy, excuse me. Yeah. I didn't understand a thing he said. Like there was yeah, nothing, there's no, it's not supposed to be subtitled, right? It wasn't in the version I watched. Either. No, and I have it on, I have like the high def version. So they have no, a subtitle, right? They have a criteria on it is or it isn't. Yeah. It, I believe it is in the, in both, uh, well, like it's, because it's, it's it, subtitled no, by default. It, it definitely is subtitled by default because when you have the regular subtitles on, like he's speaking, like and it's showing in English, but it also has a subtitle that lays over top of it that says speaking French. Oh, so oh, well, I I watched it. And I just was just sitting there listening to gibberish, going, yeah, yeah. I didn't, yeah, it wasn't subtitled for me. Either. I mean, so was Ghost Dog. Fair. <laughs> he was listening to gibberish too, right? Which I thought was that was the. I, I thought that I took was it the, as the point. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm living through his eyes. Um, 
but yeah, uh, what else do we want to get into before we get into Dude, our final? I, I can tell Alec didn't like the movie, and it doesn't sound like Gogs had like the best time. But I fucking love this movie. Like, uh, I'm just a big fan of Jarmusch in general. I, I will and, like, say, I think this was like a sweet spot movie for me because, like, I think I wanted to be Ghost Dog. Right. <laughs> Well, he does a lot of flourishing when he puts his guns away, which is interesting yeah. to me. No, it's just a cool, and it's got a lot of nice nods, uh, a lot of like, uh, like actual like uh, Shaolin kung fu movie nods with the the stuttered animation type thing. Yeah, like when he's putting the guns away and shit. Like I, I fucking love this movie, and it's also like I kind of like to look at it as a. Um, like the end of the mafia movie. You know what I mean? Like this is the inevitable conclusion of that, like of mob movies. Like they just get yeah. old and stupid and can't hack it anymore. I yeah. loved, I thought it was weird that the one mobster, I don't remember this from previous viewings, but it's such like his affinity for, uh, flavor, 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 Yeah. yeah like, it's was... also one of those movies where like everybody from New York. So goddamn extra all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, it's also you don't get a lot of grimy New York movies anymore. Like, very grimy New York, like the way yeah. it's shot, especially in the beginning, it almost feels like an Abel Ferrara movie. Like, there's the also I, th- I think another like nod to uh, like the end of the old world where he switches the license plates and it says from the industrial state to the highway state. The like, highway you know what state, I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I will say when I I saw this movie like in 1999, I didn't like it. Cause I don't think I really like, I didn't really get it. I didn't really understand the tone that it was going for. And then I watched like a bunch of other uh, Jim Jarmusch movies and I was like, Oh, okay. And then I went and revisited it. Now I like the movie a lot. Cause I, I kind of get it. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's a, he, he kind of just throws so many ideas at you at once. And like, it's silly. It's serious. It's the, like he just kind of yeah. throws in so many things. Like he throws in like the weird cartoon thing, and it's like he just he's a he's a lot like a David Lynch, where like he like if you sat down and tried to explain his logic even to him, it probably yeah. wouldn't make any sense. But like his instincts are to go a certain way. But he's and, also like very all over the place because there's like this movie's tone, and there's something like Only Lovers Left Alive, which is like a very drab maudlin movie like well, like i mean or like, strangers uh strangers in paradise is kind of all over the place like road trip movie down by law is like a pretty standard like like crime movie yeah. like it's, it's not even a, like a crime movie it's like a, a movie about like three fucking loser criminals that go yeah. to jail uh, and then the the zombie movie i can't remember the title oh, uh, off the, top of my head. the dead the dead don't die or dead, yeah yeah like dead don't I, die i love that movie but yeah. man man do people hate that movie <laughs> like so much i I've never heard a crowd more upset with a movie as they were leaving the theater. Like they wanted affirmation for me. They're like, man, that sucked. Huh? I'm like, I kind of like it. Uh, I don't know. Um, but yeah, Jim Jarmusch is, uh, is an acquired taste. He's like a Yargo Lanthimos. He's like a David Lynch. He's like, you kind of either you like it or you don't. Like, I, I think he's, uh, he's, a, he's his own guy for sure. Uh, anything else we want to talk about before we get into our five knuckle shuffles? And yeah, the little girl. At the end is going to be the new ghost dog. Yes, yes. Ghost very, dog, a part, very, part a very tropey ending. A very like. I mean, Tarantino did the same fucking thing in Kill Bill. It's a very tropey samurai yeah. slash martial western. Arts movie. Yeah, yeah, western too. Yeah, just a passing of the torch. Yeah, yeah. They do it a lot in in. Uh, I mean, they did it in fucking the professional. Like it's yeah, yeah. it's it's a tro- it's a tro- it's a well worn trope. 
I, I give this to the nod of the professional because at no point did I feel like he was trying to fuck this child. No. So. Yeah, if Luke was on a pass on this, yeah. <laughs> Say maybe this should make out a little bit. This is also reading. Right? Reading is a big part of this movie, which I thought was weird. Like everybody <laughs> reads in this movie. Yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah, know I, why I didn't I, like that part. No, no, not at all. It was so funny to me. It's just like everybody's reading Rashomon. It's like just watch the movie. Yeah, it always kills me when Jarmus shows up in fucking Sling Blade, even though, like, I know it's going to happen. It's just so fucking weird. Yeah, he even showed up on The Simpsons. He's hmm. uh, he's in that episode where they go to, like, Sundance or whatever. It's like a later season episode. Oh, no. Chomsky Chom- in production. It's actually pretty funny. It's one of the funnier later episodes. Yeah, I don't know what, se- like, 17 maybe? I don't know. Yeah, they have a... Uh... Chalmers and Skinner have their own production company That's making weird. small independent movies. Chalmers and they do one about Nelson being a bully and they take it to Sundance. <laughs> uh, all right. I mean, that, those, those oh, sorry, little yeah. chuckles are about those little chuckles you guys just gave are about yeah. how many chuckles it deserves. Well, they, they already kind of did a Sundance episode. I mean, Chomskin is a funny word. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> like, that's kind of. No, I mean, fun. they've they've re, they've redone every. Like, if you watch like new episodes, like new whole seasons, it's just recycling old seasons. It's recycling? like recycling. It's like what? Simpsons did it from the South Park, but it's <laughs> like Simpsons doing Simpsons did it. Well, even like I like the Simpsons movie a lot, but I'm constantly reminded of the Spider Pig. Uh, subplot in the movie because I have the magnet on my fridge and like that yeah. that subplot in and of itself is just Mr. Pinchy like it's the same yeah. it's the same fucking good plot. point but anyway alright five knuckle shuffle time <laughs> I, I mean I got to Alec I, I, just, he's gonna beat up this movie bad no it was a seven what oh, yeah. no no shut up you're kidding yeah what are you doing a bit no, it was a seven. Oh shit! What? I got the I impression you, you hated did not the movie. Like you said all. you said this dumb movie in the text. Yeah, like, it was dumb, but I still I, I still give it a seven. Oh, I, I didn't like the ending. I didn't like that he. Uh, I didn't like that Ghost Dog died. Yeah, oh, I didn't. I was like very. It. I was very against that. I'm shocked. Alec threw another curveball at me. Like it's but bad overall, enough. I, I I can't guess when you're on. Like, don't try and fuck me up before the I know. show. I, on top I, of it. <laughs> But like overall, I liked it a lot. Really, it was just the ending that kind of that I thought was dumb. And I mean, I get why he ended it that way, but I liked the character of Ghost Dog so much. Like, I would have liked to have seen him stand up for himself against like the last scumbag he had to kill, and yeah. not just roll over. But yeah. I mean. Yeah, I enjoyed it. The soundtrack is dynamite. Like, Forrest Whitaker is really good. Most of the Italians are just <laughs> so like it's just they they just like went to like a pasta restaurant. Like, hey, you guys want to be in a movie? <laughs> they went to Gabagool yeah, University. <laughs> yeah. Um, unbelievable. Yeah, the Haitian friend, like he, he seems like a good actor. I don't know if he is or not, but he. <laughs> He, seems like he has a lot of presence in this movie. Like yeah, for a guy yeah. that's not speaking, he's speaking a language I have no idea what he's saying. Like I, I'm with him. You know he's what I mean? Great it's face. Just like yes, it's like the girl in uh, that News of the World movie. Yeah, she didn't yeah. speak any English, and nobody knew what the fuck she was saying. But still, she 
command your attention and you got what you got the point. That's a solid um, movie. That is a solid movie. Uh, yeah, it's the only. I was just looking at his filmography. It's the only Jim Jarmusch movie I've ever seen. So, I think I you like any. only lovers left alive. Like, might want to check that out at some point. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was interested in that zombie movie he did. I just <laughs> I, never got around. I just I never got it. around to watching it. I love it so much. Yeah. <laughs> only lovers left alive is uh, Loki and Tilda Swinton are the leads. Are they vampires? Yeah. Yeah. Vampires. Yeah. Okay. I, I vaguely, because that's why she was in what we do in the shadows, right? Yes. That, she was yeah, from she's the same that. character. Yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. There was a scene in the in the first season of what we do in the shadows where they have like the council of elder vampires, and it's all people that have played very famous vampires in the movies, like Wesley Snipes <laughs> and Tilda Swinton, and who else? It's like. And Jermaine from the first movie, like, it's pretty funny. Yeah. Wesley Snipes has like... shitty internet, which is, like, the funniest bit in that whole... Because he's, like, on Zoom, and he's like, <laughs> what What are you guys talking about? Duh, duh, duh. It's like, ah, oh, fucking Wesley is fucking... Get better internet, Wesley. It's hilarious. Yeah, there's, like, seven or eight people that are vampires in other movies that are in it. It's really funny. It's hilarious. That show is so funny. Um... Uh... TJ... Oh man! After the the man, I I don't like this Alex. This Alex like fucking playing us off for fools. Not only during the show, but the week before the show. Now I don't even know how to feel about this. Uh, but it is a eight for me, dog. I really enjoy this movie. I do think it could be forty five minutes shorter. I feel like it kind of goes on a little long, but I do enjoy the movie a lot. I think. Uh, I think at some point we've talked about movies that like are like rock and roll movies, like movies that like you kind of associate with like rock music, like something like a Scott Pilgrim, something like that. This yeah. to me is like a hip hop movie, like, and it's not like explicit, like it's not well, like it's, about- it's a it's also a very specific time period New York hip hop movie. It is very of that era. Yeah, um, but I mean, I love samurai movies, <laughs> so I like I like a lot of the stuff that they're you know referencing. I love the fact that the mobsters are just fucking losers. Like there, there's a point. Like the, there's a point. Like later in the movie, like I talked about in the beginning, where they get shaked down for money to pay the rent for the Chinese restaurant that they're working out of. But there's another scene where it happens later, and the guy's like, the guy's like saying, like it's like fourteen hundred bucks. He's like, what kind of fucking operation are you guys even running out of here? And then like like emasculating the boss, and then the boss like every he looks at it. There's a, a pan of like everybody in the room, and everybody's just real fucking quiet, eating their gaba cool, fucking looking at the paper. It's hilarious. Like I love how fucking dumb they are, and it just they're just you know they watch cartoons all day, and they're just losers. Um, it's funny. Uh, I like a lot of the the driving sequences. Like I like the, how they're shot. Like I like the just the little camera tricks that he does, like the double exposures and stuff like that. I don't know. Again, to me, like a lot of the, the like city shots remind me of like, obviously I'm a big fan of, Um, but no, it's a cool movie and it's a very unique movie, a unique movie. You know, we always, I always talk about how, you know, I'll give, I'll give a lot of credit to something that's like kind of onto itself, completely different than anything you're going to see. And this is definitely one of those, like you're, like what the hell is like Ghost Dog? I have no idea. So, 
Yeah, it's an eight for me, dog. Solid movie. Uh, uh, Gogs. Uh, this is a. Uh, I expected this to be like an eight nine. It's like a seven. It's still a good seven ish. Yeah, it's um. It's funny. A seven, from, a seven from me is great. A seven from Gogs yeah. is meh. Well, this, this seems, seems like, like it would be Gogs right in my movie. wheelhouse, right? Yeah. Like this seems like it would check a lot of boxes for me. Uh, it's it's a weeby movie. It's a swordsman movie. It's a it's a hip hop movie. There's all sorts of stuff I should love in this. Um, and it's just you know it's a little. I get. I think it's it stays a little long. It could be trimmed down a little bit. Forrest Whitaker's really good in it. Um, it's just it's it's very to TJ's point. It's very unique. It's very like I, I can't think of a comparable film to this honestly um it's grimy it's the soundtrack is very good the rizzo does a very good job like just kind of putting together it's a lot of just sort of like like backing tracks and beats but it's very good um the the scenes where like the kills and the scenes where shit goes down are pretty rad like uh all, all the gunplay is good times like it's i don't know it, it and it's fun to see the like all these mobsters, like like are just like just stereotypes cranked to like a million. It's and they're just it's wild. It's just big fat idiot Italians just kind of <laughs> half-assing their way through. They're all wearing sweaters in what seems like the middle of summer, and they're like <laughs> wheezing through everything. And they're just kind of half. You know, it's 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 it's, very, it's like central cast. It's everyone that didn't make it into Casino got to be in this movie. Um. But yeah, it's 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 incredibly incredibly unique is a dumb thing to say because something can't be incredibly unique. But that's what it is. Like it's just a very there's never there's never another. I can't think of another movie even remotely like this. But it's enjoyable. It's fun. Um, I'm like saying Forrest Whitaker is very good in it. Um, yeah, I liked it. It's just you know I would have thought I would have loved it. A- I I remember liking it a lot more. Uh, Sean. It's a nine for me. Like, I love this movie. I think my biggest issue, I think a couple people touched on it, not so much the length as the way it's paced at the end. Yeah. Like, it seems like, and I know it's trying to be subversive and weird, but, like, the order in which the the mafia guys are killed is kind of odd because, like, it feels, like, super anticlimactic after he kills Varga yeah. to go then kill his lieutenant. You know what I mean? Yeah. You see, like, I get why... Um, Oh, I can't think of his name. Fucking not Danny Aiello. The his Louis. His, Louis. Like I get why that's at the end, right? Yeah, but yeah, like the it just that scene. You know, the storming the castle scene. You expect at the end because the way the rest of the movie's built, it just kind of comes in the middle. Yeah, it's and weird. like having seen the movie so many times, it just kind of throws the pace off. But like. Everything else I love. I love how like idiosyncratic it is. I love that Forrest Whitaker's enjoying himself doing something weird like he is want to do. Uh the soundtrack fucking bangs. Like in it some scenes that would be boring, the soundtrack actually just propels it forward. You know what I mean? Like some of those like extra long driving cuts. Like sure. if it had a different score would be like interminable. But yeah, uh, it's I just a that. cool like this movie also kind of broke me into like artsy art house kind of movies and these sort of directors, you know, this is 99. So I'm 19 sure, yeah. or 18, depending on when it came out. So like, I have a lot of nostalgia for this movie and I, I really do like it a whole lot. And it's, uh, I've never met anyone that's seen it that just 
didn't like it at all, but like I don't think a lot of people have seen this movie just in general. I think a lot of people probably just write it off as like this like like on its face it's a very weird idea. Yeah. I also love that uh fucking ghost dog's whole code is based on a misunderstanding of a mistranslation <laughs> of something that was written yeah you know years and years uh i'm sure if matt was on here he would be talking about the uh fucking musashi's book of the five rings and how that's the real samurai fucking yeah, book exactly yeah, it, <laughs> yeah uh the hagakura is more like a like a book of poetry so it, it sort of works yeah um and everybody like it's not a lot of famous people, really, but, like, I think uh, we talked with uh, Isaac DeBunkle or whatever his name is, the Haitian guy, and the lead mafia guy. Everybody's, like, interesting-looking. You know yeah, what I mean? It's nice, like, it's nice to have a movie that's filled with people that don't look like models. Like, we say yeah. it, I think we say it every time it happens in a movie, but, like, man, it's nice to see, like, actors with, like, character and not just, like, every, like, standard, bland-looking, like, no, like, I don't know. A yeah. normal actor person that you see in a movie nowadays. And in every other movie we've seen the mob, even still with like the Irishman, mobsters are like romanticized. It's nice to see them be like totally unlikable. Yeah. It's like yeah, it's, it's a different tack, but yeah, I fucking love this movie. It's a nine. Yeah, it's a good movie. <laughs> nice to watch something good once in a while. Yeah. Uh I have a pick for next week if if everybody's okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. I am picking another RZA movie. It's called Brick Mansions. It's Paul Walker and one of the guys from B-13. Yikes. Brick Mansions, huh? Is that the last movie he made or the last one that was released or something? Because I remember hearing the title. But I'm hoping that it's going to have some parkour action because B-13 is really good. Yeah, that is true. Uh, this is another movie that's written by Luke Besson, so I think we've done like five Luke Besson movies. It's, it's sure Luke, it's Luke Besson, Luke Besson, and the guy who wrote B thirteen are yeah. the writers on this movie. Uh, I, I, th- I want to say that Luke Besson produced B thirteen. I believe you're correct. He's produced like every decent like European action movie. I mean, he's a big piece of shit, but he puts his money in the right places a lot of times. <laughs> Into shutting kids up. Yeah, yeah. He should work for the Catholic Church. Yeah. Uh, all right. So yeah, that's next week. Brick Mansion. The, the trailer looks like a ton of fun. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I was I was between Brick Mansions and The Protector Two, um, oh. with Tony Jaa. But who's uh, in The Protector Two besides Tony Jaa? The RZA. I just oh. looked up the RZA's uh, filmography. My movie will. Uh, my movie pick is also going to be a RZA film. Well, um, we should we should get out of the RZA zone. It's uh, three no. RZA movies. Is it that comedy is, where he works at the airport? Oh, no, mine is going to be Repo Men, which also stars Forrest yeah. Whitaker. I kind of love that movie. Really. I like that movie. That's not a bad movie. Um, the, it's it's a pseudo Brazil. Yeah, pseudo. Yeah, as that. Yeah, exactly. Brazil for dipshits. <laughs> Brazil for morons. <laughs> it's like the Monster Energy drinks of Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. All right, everybody. All right. Uh, happy Fourth of July. Remember, America sucks, and it's stolen land. Destroy as much of it as you can. Hell yeah! But also, also keep it one hundred. Enjoy. <laughs> always keep it one hundred. Just, just remember, it's just like they said, and that's always sunny. America sucks. Terrorist rule. <laughs> All right. All right. Bye. A lot of bets. Bye. A lot of bets. So, Alec, are you out of town? Is that why you're? Yeah.